This is Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. Whether you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. I'm artist Big Bug Geek, and I'm blogger Jasmine Taz. Let's get to it. Let's have such fun. Hey, kids. Hello, possum. Hello, slut. <laughs> How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, well, we were just well, well, we we were just saying how I haven't had anything, anything in my bottom for over a week because I've got my mother staying with me at the moment, and I'm a nice son, and I'm not I'm not really going to ride dildos while while she's here. So, no, that's the state of my life. No one doesn't does one. No, you must be very frustrated. Uh, yes, but <laughs> I mean, how long has it been? A week. Yeah, when did we get back from Darkland? Week yeah. and two days. It's a week. Yeah, it's a week. Just over a week. Yeah, that's fine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's fine. Uh-huh. It's fine. I mean, the, the weather is heating up. <laughs> not at all. I'm fine. Summer is summer is just beginning now, and uh, I find I am suddenly so fucking horny after like I don't know six months of like not masturbating for weeks on end, not caring about fisting, and now the weather improves, and I'm just like. I'm looking at all the men on the street, looking at all their calves that have come out to play. Mm. I'm a calves kind of guy. It's, it's, yeah. It's a sickness. I mean, mine are quite chunky. You are, you do have chunky thighs. I like your chunky thighs. Your thunder thigh. Not, not, did I say thighs? I meant calves. Yeah. Yeah. The The bottom part. Yeah. Well, I mean, generally all of my legs are quite large. Yeah. Yeah. Top to bottom. No, you, you got you got uh, you got legs for days. I do. I look at your legs whenever you walk in front of me. I oh, look really? at your legs. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? Who are we talking about today? Who are we talking with today? Who? Well, this episode we we we've entitled "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." We're with Karine in, in English pronunciation. Karine <laughs> from Amsterdam. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Lovely to have you on the show finally. <laughs> finally, yeah. I've been listening to every episode and now I'm here. I know you've been such a fan of ours, which is lovely. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've been a fan of you for a while too. Yeah. What? Absolutely. How? Why? Because um, our sound editor, Comrados, um, told me about you, I think, more than a year ago. Mm. And he was just like, you have to interview Karin. Yes. Because she's fucking amazing and everybody loves her. And she's at all the festivals and you can't miss her. And she does so many different fetishes. And she's so bubbly and fresh and uh, turning everything on its head. And so we're now here and I feel like we're making history. It's like we're finally doing this together. I feel that too. So thank you for coming. Thank you. So why don't you tell everybody who you are? I'm Karen. Well, that's been great. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad everybody listened. I'm Karen Blayer from Amsterdam. I'm a happy girl who loves pink and fisting and unicorns and school uniforms and leather and stuff. Oh, yeah, and I'm also uh, Miss Leather Netherlands 2020 and Miss Fetish Eagle Amsterdam 2021 and 2022. See, most people would lead with that and the fisting, but I like how it's just littered in there with the pink and the unicorns. (laughs) 
<laughs> of equal importance. Yes. I, I, and this is like, we've got this Zoom call going right now and, and you're in your bedroom and you are wearing pink with a rainbow on it and behind you there's just a plethora of toys and stuffed animals and all sorts of playful things. It looks like a drag con booth. And I think I see some kind of rings hanging from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. A sling kind of. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah, that's so brilliant. We've got Miffy. <laughs> yeah, I got Miffy. That's my rocking horse right there. Oh, Miffy. And that's Miffy. And the, the chains you are looking at, I, actually, I have like six hooks in the ceiling and five are for my sling. And the sixth one is for my swing. So I got a swing set in my living room and a sling. That's next level. I just love the idea of getting fisted surrounded by cuddly toys. Isn't it just? Yeah. Actually, I think that's happened to me before. <laughs> you know, it's really nice if someone's like in the sling on their back and they're like, you know, and you just get the biggest teddy bear you can find and you pop them on their belly and say, hold that for yes! me. And that is so lovely. Oh, it's so wonderful. I love that idea, actually. I oh really do. Goodness. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think people know me well enough now to kind of go, my aesthetic is not really dungeon attire. Yeah. So anything that's kind of a bit fluffy and pink and silly and cuddly and kiwaii, you know, um, I like, I'm into it. Like, I, I don't know why this thing that we do has to be, you know, cold and sterile and dark. I'm like, why, why can't it just be in a fluffy playroom? <laughs> it's like, it's like, you're close. It's like with the black and red, it's like we're thinking like you're close to death now. You're in a dungeon. <laughs> it's this weird sex death thing. And this is the total opposite of that. I thought we were all trying to kill each other. For this. I thought that was the idea. <laughs> I thought that was it. And the rod, the red matches the blood. Yeah. I'm trying to pull out your intestines. Exactly. That's, yeah. Blood and death. I think that that really boils down to like in the olden days where where fisting was regarded as something like super extreme and only people into extreme sex acts like BDSM would do do that. And you know when you when you dive into the BDSM scene, there's lots of black and red and and leather and spikes and i think some people never saw fisting as something completely different from that i mean you can totally combine the two but you don't have to well we are trailblazers thank you very much yes <laughs> we're we're the same we're one in the same crowd here yes i think yeah. we're among really friends now. but yeah so obviously we have we have called this episode girls just want to have fun um you are a biological female yes but how do you identify? What are your preferred pronouns? Uh, I identify as non-binary uh, because I feel, I'm not sure, I feel as much a man as a woman, but I really, when I look at myself, I don't really see gender. So I don't see a, a boy or a girl or I just see myself. Other people see me as a woman. Uh, I feel more as a man. So I call myself hybrid or non-binary. And as for pronouns, he or she or... Um, whatever you you feel like is okay with me. So I'm quite happy that people don't have to walk on eggshells with me. You can't misgender me. But I find that true of most non-binary people I, I, I know in the flesh. Like, it's actually like, you know what? Like, I know the difference between, you know, a malicious misgendering and just like a slip of the tongue or just... I mean, especially amongst queer people, we're all, we're, all, we're all calling each other her and she and girl and this and that. So it's just, it's not really meant with any... 
any seriousness as well. So I, 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 I find most non-binary people now like, you know what, just call me whatever. It's fine. Or just call me by my name. <laughs> that's always that's always just helpful. Yeah, yeah. Or just call me fuck whore. That's good too. You know, as long as the intention's good. Everybody, welcome to the stage. Fuck whore. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of um, being on the stage, uh, we met at Darklands. I think what was it a week ago? Yeah, bit over yeah. a week ago. And no sooner had I had I come up to you and 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 we'd started chatting you because there were at this at the time there was uh, like this musical mania kind of thing going on on the stage this performance on the thursday evening and and i'm standing next to you and we're having a drink and a laugh and everything and this musical's happening on the stage and then i turn to you and suddenly you're not there anymore you and i turn back to the stage and you're on the stage and you're like helping out with the with the, whatever act is going on it was mary poppins or something <laughs> <laughs> you're quite the performer you're, you're not shy that's for sure i'm not shy no <laughs> that was good fun um you you seem to know everybody in the community like i i think you were probably the most one of the most popular people i saw that weekend flitting about talking with everybody fisting everybody <laughs> how was your experience at darklands oh it was beautiful it was really wonderful and beforehand, I was a bit nervous because I had so many jobs and so many tasks uh, and, you know, so many, so much time scheduled things in my in my calendar. But when I came there, it was like, you know, reuniting with your chosen family and everybody's so sweet. And, you know, I sound like over the moon enthusiastic, but but that's because I am really and uh and the daytime darklands is one big family and nighttime darklands is one big dark room and it's fantastic i'd agree with that yeah well i met you on the friday evening at the vista social yeah um i think i think i think you just accosted me from from, from the side it was like oh hello i was like hi <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this ball, this ball of sunshine in this den of filth just floated towards me <laughs> um and then and then see and then seized my tiny little hands um, <laughs> yeah you're quite taken with um but i have to say, i mean i mean and i've said this to you already but um you know obviously having someone there um biologically female um at least certainly by by most metric um appears female um it was very refreshing in that in that sort of space you were you weren't the only one um at all you're you're certainly in the minority obviously in that in that that kind of space um it's fair to say but i just found it very refreshing um you obviously you you know i mean knowing who you are already but i think even without that i think it was very 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 clear that you belonged there as much as anyone you were as much a passionate fister as, as, as anyone else in that room as well so i so i really enjoyed that but then as well when we were kind of in play spaces together it didn't it didn't feel like oh there's a woman here i didn't it was just like oh it's just one of the guys here yeah as well so it you know i i I was i was quite intrigued by sort of both both sides of that i get that i get that a lot yeah and how you sort of fit into both in in, into both spaces and in both instances you know i mean i'm I'm sure i speak for a lot of people i thought that's cool man (laughs) (laughs) i'm really i'm really in, in into this energy that's 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 in the in these spaces i appreciate that okay yeah i i I do get that a lot that people at first you know at first glance they're like 
hey, look, it has tits. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then they're like, what 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 does it do here? Yeah. And they ask me questions like, so what do you do here? And I'm I don't get the question because I don't really I'm oblivious to my own gender. So I'm like, well, same as all the other guys, why'd you ask? Yeah. But of course they mean, what do you do here as a woman? But Whenever I talk to people, uh, especially like the gay and bisexual guys, they're like, wow, I I don't understand because, you know, I'm, I'm never that much attracted to women, especially gay guys. Like, I, I'm never attracted to women, but with you, I feel something. And I don't know what that is, but maybe they pick up on my, uh, you know, m- me identifying as a man as well. Have you ever not been received well at an event or a party? Um, yes, I have heard stories, but I never had any negativity in my face. Okay. Um, I would be open to that. I would be open to the conversation, but it has never happened. But I also, I do check beforehand, um, to which extent I am welcome. In Mm. a lot of clubs, I would be, you're welcome in the bar, but not in the dark room. And, uh, what is happening, uh, the last few months is, uh, uh, what I get a lot is no, this is men only plus Karin. <laughs> wow. So, okay. But I do, I do realize I'm on, I am, I am on uh, me- men's terrain. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm men's territory. Um, so I, I do act accordingly. I, I don't go about, you know, wearing my my super pink, hyper pink dresses when I go to fisting dark room or something. Well, I think that's maybe a rule for all of us. Um, <laughs> And it needs to change. Yeah. <laughs> that's my yeah. thought on it. Mm-hmm. How did you get into fisting? Oh, that's a funny story. Well, we've got the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, 24 years ago, really 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm 43. What? Just to, so, <laughs> so um, when I was 19, I... Karen was... looks 22, by the way, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I say things like 24 years ago, I was facing this guy. People like look at me like in shock. And I'm like, oh, she was wait, a wait. baby. I'm, I'm 43. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? She was 10. But yeah, um, I, I was looking for uh, either uh, a study or a, a job. And I ended up working as a professional dominatrix in this BDSM house when I was 19 or 20. And uh, that was that was wonderful. I had so much fun. And they also had slings and lots of dildos. So I was like, ooh, nice. I can put this in these asses. And this this uh this mistress, let's say the headmistress uh over there, uh, she taught me the works, and I'm very grateful for that. And she one day she just said, you know, you can also put other stuff in besides dildos. And I was like, what? She said, Well, you can put your whole hand in. I was like, I'm listening. You can what? <laughs> And so uh, I had, I, you know, I was actually paid to put my hands into these men. And that was so fantastic. I was like, I love this. I love doing that. Yeah. And some of them were very experienced. Um, others were, uh, well, like fisting virgins. And, and I was like, yeah, but it's okay. My hands are tiny. We're just, we're going to do this. And funny part is because I was the dominatrix, right? I was like, this is going to happen. And it and it would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. these these are of course straight guys who Most of them, yeah. Are 
Sorry, sorry to spell out the obvious, um, but, but like straight guys who are paying you to dominate them, to give up their their rights and their control, and and you're shoving massive things in them, and and they're loving it. It's essentially capitalism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're performing capitalism. Aren't you? I was fucking capitalism. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> This sounds fantastic. We're doing the wrong jobs, Jess. <laughs> We've changed our days. <laughs> we could do this. Do you notice a difference between fisting straight guys and fisting gay guys? Yes, yes. There is a... What are the differences? There's an obvious difference, and that is that uh, most um, straight guys are very ass shy. Um, gay guys, from the moment they come they come out of the closet, um, they realize my ass is an asset. This thing, this part of my body is sexy. People want my ass, people want it. So, you know, they spread their cheeks in your face and I'm like, yes, let's have it. Whereas straight guys... You're speaking directly to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And straight guys uh, don't have that experience. Um, they grow up feeling ashamed of the, the, the stinky poopy hole. Um, and there is no one ever that tells them it's such a beautiful hole and it's right there in your body and it's magnificent and I want to do it. And it, there's only a few straight guys that really confidently stick a gaping hole onto my mouth. And I, I love that. Most straight guys can't even wipe their asses properly. So yeah, it's too gay to wipe your ass. No. Yeah. They want to touch back there. <laughs> A lot, yeah, yeah. Those are not the guys that I do really know. Mm -hmm. I tend to do a lot of older guys, like in their fifties and sixties, um, because I find their energy very, uh, very nice. Because they've been playing with their ass for forty years, you know. They they know how it works. They know what they want, and I really like that. What about your ass? I tried to make it bigger. I was just texting one of my boyfriends uh, just now, like half hour ago, about um, moving on to a dildo that is seven centimeters in diameter. What's that in inches? I'm trying to work out because I use circumference only. But seven centimeters, that would be, I think, two and a half inches. I'm not sure. In diameter. Yeah. So that's one point two five inches be? in radius. So the radius is one point two five inches. That's times three point one four. I hope I'm fucking right with this. I almost <laughs> failed math at school. Pi r squared. Pi r squared. And pi is three point one five times the radius squared. Times three point one four. Where's the squared button? Wait. Just keep talking amongst yourselves. I'm gonna work it out. <laughs> Okay, so, so yes. sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh shit. We're actually now looking at this. So this boyfriend and me, we're now looking at a dildo that would be seven centimeters diameter for me, or a little over, like seven and a half centimeters or so, which would be um, big for me. I mean, I've taken fists before, and you know, this one boyfriend has like huge fists, like really huge but i kind of like being comfortable as well i mean you are quite petite do you mind do you mind just telling people how how tall you are your weight just to kind of give i'm tiny yeah. i wear children's clothes <laughs> i go to a leather shop and i'm like do you have these in children's sizes <laughs> 
No, I'm only like, so here's metrics again, but I'm only like one meter 65 and I weigh only 51 kilograms. I'm Bless you. small. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm portable. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that will, that's a lesson to all these big beefy guys who are like, oh no, I can't, I, I can't get fisted. No, no, it's too much. I'm like, she's doing it. <laughs> I really love fisting like huge big guys when they're tall and muscular and strong. I love that. Girl, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was just remembering back to um, at Darklands, having, you gave me your hand and I, I cupped it between mine and I was like holy shit these are the smallest hands I've ever sized up yeah um now I just need two of you (laughs) yes and then we'll be on to a quadruple fist I mean you totally could have done triple with us (gasps) yeah oh let's do it sure nice yeah I'd like your foot as well probably just to try it once yeah (laughs) would that be okay for you yeah sure yeah yeah I've done that before have you done that brilliant Uh yeah 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 nice yeah. did so you like need- it like- i loved it yeah. i loved it yeah it, yeah that was intense because that ankle bone that is really really thick but once that popped in i was like oh, holy fuck this is good <laughs> yeah i've always been wary of foot fucking because like i've sat on a couple of feet before and no gotten nowhere near the ankle and just been like mm, this is nicer in my head and now that I'm doing it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. But I think if it got all the way in and like you shoved your whole calf in and everything, then I'd be like, okay, I can get into this. The whole calf. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We need to do this now. No, but the funny part is when I had my foot in there, it was like it was stuck because of the uh, the angles and the, yeah. I couldn't really move my foot. But I could wiggle my toes uh-huh. and that made him growl just by wiggling my toes. I was like, well, I was right in the sigmoid probably. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I mean, <sighs> nice. carefully yeah. done. I imagine it would be wonderful. Yeah, toch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, toch. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I kind of wanted to get a bit deeper into, into your your identification as a as a non-binary person um yeah because when you we had a little pre-recording meeting the other day and you mentioned it um and i i think i thought to myself perhaps for the first time in my life um that i identify with that as well at times there are times when i don't identify as male and what even is it to identify as male and I had a conversation with a friend last night about it and he said the same thing. He's like, well, what, what is this identifying as male? Like, just because I have a dick and just because I like to use it doesn't necessarily make me a man. I have that too. I look at myself, I, I literally look at my body and I'm like, okay, so this is female. Okay, whatever. I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I feel like... People are describing a color to me and I'm colorblind or something. Or, you know, they describe a scent that I've never smelled. Mm-hmm. But when, when I, the, the, the conclusion I drew, well, well, part of a conclusion is that I uh, don't identify as a man or as a woman. I, but I'm certain I don't 
identify with women and I do identify with men. Mm-hmm. Um, but as something, when I look at my own gender, I'm like, just me. Mm-hmm. But I feel more at home in, uh, like, you know, yeah, we were talking about Darklands. I feel more at home at a festival with 10,000 men than if you would all be females. Do you think this kind of links into your life in fetish as well? You know, this feeling of not really quite fitting into the norm. It kind of it it it, it kind of allows you to kind of fit in with fetish, perhaps as well. You know, we we are by nature, even though I think I think fet, fet, fetish and certain kinks are becoming more acceptable, and I think more people are into them, or at least coming clean about a lot of their kinks as well. We are generally sort of ostracized from the larger world and the community mm-hmm. as well so you know there there is a sense of like well fuck fuck it i'll just do me and i'll, I'll just celebrate what makes me different as well mm-hmm. so is there perhaps a a link there i wonder it is quite similar that uh, to what i do yes because sometimes i can be a bit sad that i never ever fit in anywhere I mean, I'm into heavy leather, but I also like pink dresses. You know, I'm into age play, uh, but I also like to torture people. I'm, you know, I'm into fisting. I'm also into diapers. Um, whatever scene I enter, even at work, like, you know, I'm a business analyst at a university. I wear my pink dresses to work uh, and they know I'm Miss Fetish and I was Miss Leather. Um, there is not one scene that I completely fit into where people recognize me as one of their own. And sometimes that makes me sad because it can be cumbersome and tiresome. Um, but, you know, if you just, I, I put some elbow, elbow grease into it and I find the, the, the nooks and crannies that give me the space to move between uh, whatever, people, whatever people are supposed to be. I will never be what people expect me to be, but that also gives me a lot of room to wriggle and to find my own place. And and also, funny part is that because I don't really belong and I never really 100% represent, um, people also don't expect of me uh, that I will be conforming. Uh, so I also don't let them down uh, and I feel... I, I hear from people that that inspires them to also let go of trying to become one of them and just, you know, be more of yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. I do too. I think it's probably a good time for us to have a little break. Enjoy some kinky adverts. Hey guys, Hunger FF here. I'm excited to be a part of such fun. So let's celebrate by giving you a 24 hour free trial membership. Sign up today on HungerFF.com, select one month membership, and use promo code SUCHFUN at checkout to get free access. I'll see you pigs there. Have you ever thought, hmm, this dick feels great, but I sure wish there was a big old knot in the middle of it? Well, I, I for one am tired of tying rubber bands around men's dicks. So perhaps this is the toy for me. I'm sure they're tired of it as well. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> so if you're looking to get knotted, uh, the hilt is definitely for you. Um, it's, I'd say, a beautiful shape. Um, the knot comes as a surprise for me each time with this. And it's it's like, it's that extra 
je ne sais quoi that maybe you've been missing out on. Oui, I do love the nut in your penis. It feels so good that I made it into a dildo. <laughs> the hilt is quite a strange shape, actually. It's it's different to all the other toys that uh, Top Toys makes. Um, it's it looks like a sculpture, like a like a more classical, like rounded form sculpture. Um, these Grecian, if you will. Grecian, yeah. These beautiful curved lines. Um, the head is is nice and subtle going in. Um, so it kind of prepares the way for this knot that's coming. Ça c'est fini. Au revoir. <laughs> Top Toys is made from 100% body safe platinum cured silicone, catering for people of all levels of experience. They offer clear, easy to understand sizing guides so that you know the toy you're buying is right for you. Top Toys is also a proud queer owned and operated business. Go to toptoys.com where you can shop their entire toy range as well as fisting accessories like gloves, play sheets, X-Lube, and branded apparel. For European customers, Top Toys now ships directly from Europe, so no need to worry about hefty customs charges. Alternatively, check the website and find a retailer near you stocking their range. Have fun. Welcome back, you're with Such Fun and with Inky Karin. Um, and I just remembered your last name is Blaya. Yes. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? There's quite a story to the to that to your last name. <laughs> there is. Because you changed it, right? Officially. Yes, yes, yes. I was um this is my third last name. <laughs> <laughs> like officially. Um it used to be my stage name uh, as a, uh, it used to be only my stage name because in the age play world, I'm known as Emma um, and I would have Blaya as my last name um, because uh, it is a, a word that in Norwegian means nappy, diaper. Uh, but to Dutch people, and I'm Dutch, to Dutch people, it sounds like happy person. Yeah, that's very appropriate. Yeah, yeah, well, it is, yeah, basically. My name was Emma Diaper. And um, so then I wanted to change my last name. And because uh, I was like, I want that. I want my own name. And then you need to pick a name that does not exist in Nederland yet. Um, but it must sound Dutch. And I thought of that last name, Blaya. And I was like, that would be the joke, wouldn't it? So I actually applied to change my name. Um, using that name and then one day I got a letter from the king of the Netherlands what? saying that it pleases him <laughs> <laughs> to change my last name into Blaya. <laughs> P.S. Will you fist me? Oh, I will. I will. Yes. Oh, I would. I would fist our king. Yes. <laughs> what about the prime minister? Oh, my God. I just fisted Hunger FF like. Oh, that's cool. I just visited a king. <laughs> this is royalty. Suck on that. Yeah. Uh. And our prime prime minister. Oh, I would. He would. Yeah, I think he would be into that. I think he's hot. I think Mark Rutte is hot. Is that weird? Really? Yeah. That's because you don't speak Dutch. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is because of that. But he rides a bicycle to to work. He does. I find that incredibly sexy. That is charming. Oh, you're so Berlin. I, yeah. I associate that with poverty. <laughs> No, I associated bicycle with freedom, actually, these days. Oh, you're such a hippie. I have very little money in my account, but I don't care. I am due for some retail therapy. It's been almost a year since I bought stuff. So I spent an hour in this B.O. bear trade kind of fucking hippie store. And the lady was super friendly. You love your beaded necklaces right now. Yeah, yeah. I, this, I feel like this was stage one and this is stage two. 
And I bought like f six things, like summery clothes. I think I think stage five is going to be a head wrap for you. Haven't I? Haven't I been on a call before with you with my head wrap on? I don't think so. This, this rainbow knitted no woolen thing. No, I fashioned it myself. I didn't knit it myself, but it was just supposed to be a scarf, and I fashioned it into this. You can make a necklace from anal beads, like beaded <laughs> necklace. <laughs> No, it's upcycling. Well, it's, it's downcycling, really. Um, no, so I, I just wanted to um, talk to you again. Um, again, I wanted to talk to you about what what it is, what a biological woman, a person with with a vagina. Um, I feel, I feel, I feel like we slightly we we touched on this in our trans episode um, with Pocket Jock Dog shout out, um, but. What is the pleasure sensation with having a vagina, having having have have having female sex organs? Um, what is the appeal for fisting? Because I know there's women that listen to this, obviously. That's a that's a good question. I fucking love my female sex organs because they're fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I don't only have one hole. I got two. And I got like this power up button called the clitoris, <laughs> which is never in the way. It's always there. It's fantastic. And I, for years, I've been keeping my pussy very, very tight for fucking. And my ass, I've been growing it wider for fisting. And it's brilliant. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. And I never, I'm never sad about having not grown a cock by myself because it would, be smaller than any cock that I use now anyways so not having a cock of myself and having a a, a, a a pussy which is flat gives me all the space for for huge uh, monster strap-ons well this is the thing I mean the spaces we operate in unless you've got some dick of death yeah some 12 by 9 meat stick who, yeah. who really cares <laughs> it's just we're all trying to like shrink our dicks and exactly you know, <laughs> yeah. be nullos and stuff now, you know. So it's just, honestly, it's like dick of death or be, you know, Ken. Exactly. So you got a dick, get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you've kind of got a head start on so many people. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's either strap on dick of death or just, or just an extra hole. Exactly. Two holes, one clit, two fists. Winning. It's brilliant. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm missing out. I want an extra hole. <laughs> I'll tear you a new one. I'll just play with other people's front holes instead. Aww. Almost as good. <laughs> I like I like that term that sort of caught caught on, like your front hole and your back hole. Mm. I like that too. Yeah. Yes. So do so do so do you get fisted vaginally or only anally? No, not only anally. I don't I don't do kinky stuff. No. <laughs> is that a forever thing or a for now thing? Well, that that is as unt until now. Thing. It may be a forever thing. Mm. I once had something huge shoved up my pussy and up my front hole. Um, and I quite liked it in the moment because it was so, to me, it was so kinky because it was so brutal and, and you know, huge. But I like that sensation better in my butt. And I know there's much more room to grow. And I kind of like the idea of having a, having a super tight pussy because if I got if I do get fucked by a cock, 
I can really clench it and, you know, hold on to it. And that, that's nice. I was thinking back to a previous episode where uh, some we made some comments about the pussy, the vagina with uh, the vulva, let's say. No, it was, I guess the vagina being the specific part that you, you would you would penetrate. Um, some comments were made, I forget which episode, where we said that the 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 vagina and the asshole are different and that the asshole is as a set of muscles and you can contract them and the vagina you can't do that and i've since found out that that's absolutely false yeah <laughs> the vagina <laughs> is as muscular you know um is a muscular construction i mean it pushes out babies you know or it has the ability to yeah. The pussy doesn't have a sphincter, right? So you can't really stop things from entering the pussy, the front hole. Um, but it is enveloped by the pelvic muscles and you can tra train them to be like really squeezy. Uh -huh. Mine is so um, powerful that I can put water up there. I can squat, cuff, stand up and then spray it against the wall. And so that's using your PC muscles. I can lift cars with mine. <laughs> do you do you know some women who are into getting their their front hole stretched right out? I think one or two. Yes. Perhaps the question I'm trying to ask is like, why is it? Do you think that your back hole is something that you enjoy stretching out more? Is there something about the anatomy specifically that you think suits stretching more for at least for you? your asshole is it the depth that seems to be never-ending yeah i think there is some psychology whereas there is so much room for improvement when you talk about the asshole uh a pussy can only stretch so far and it will it will only get so deep um and uh and an asshole is yeah it is a never-ending story you can always go deeper and you go it can always go wider and uh and i and i love i also love how you can really control your sphincter um you know to open up that asshole and to clench it again and uh or to feel something slide in and then you know if you've got like a good plug or something you can really feel at your sphincter like that you are being opened up and opened up and then it goes like whoop closed again you're like whoa fuck. and you don't really i don't have that with pussy because i don't have that sphincter there yeah yeah but i i mean i do love i do no i i like being fucked in my pussy i love being fucked in my ass well we're all gonna have a lovely time together <laughs> 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 yes. Oh my god, the three fists. I'm, I keep on thinking. I've never done that. Three? I've never triple fisted someone. Let's do Five, four. Ten. <gasps> Have you been triple fisted two. yet, Jazz? I stopped trying. I attempted a few times last year. You were very you were very set on it last year, I remember. There was well yeah, so like this goes back to the sorry to digress, but this goes back to um um, the, the idea, the topic of, uh, having many goals and having goals that are, that actually stop you enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was a, a huge topic, a couple a few years ago. And then again, last year where I was trying to take triple, I was actually, the first time I did it, it was a surprise. Cause there were two guys in the room, three small hands. Um, 
and they just kind of started doing it or something tumbled out of my mouth, you know, in my, I was in my black hole zone of like, I need everything in me, all of, just all of this, all of the things, Oh yeah. just put anything in me yeah. and I'm laying back in the sling and I start to, they're doubling me already and I start to feel a third hand and my horniness just tripled in an instant. I was just like, mm. poof. I didn't know who I was anymore. I was just a hole. I was just like, holy shit, there are three. <gasps> and it, oh I don't my. think I've ever been that horny in my life. Um, and it didn't matter that the third hand didn't go in. That wasn't the point. I wasn't trying to get the third hand in. It was just, this is fucking cool. Yeah. And then the times after that, there were maybe two times after that, like six months apart from each other, where I was like, I, I would like to try that again. Let me try that again. And something felt different. It was that I was thinking too much. I was yeah. like, this is a goal now. <laughs> and so I stopped myself. I was like, you know what? After the third time, I was like, no, this is not actually, I don't want a goal. Uh, if it happens in the future, it happens. Great. Um, it's going to be fucking hot when it does. But the only way to get there is for me to not be having a goal. Um, it's always going to be hot. It doesn't matter. I've got my whole life. Yeah. I don't fucking care when it happens, if it happens. That's all I have to say about it. And everybody's getting elbowed now anyway. Well, that's right. I was going to say something profound because, like, you know, it, it really is about that. One of the beautiful things about fisting is that it really is about the journey and not about the goals. And uh, this is one of the, the things that uh, people, when they when they have been uh, fisting for years or, or having fisted, being fisted for years they know that it's it really is about the journey it's about the millimeters yeah. and you know if you reach a goal that is fucking a if we don't there's always the next time and and i i really love that energy yeah. i've been doing this long enough now and met enough people to know i i i can tell a mile away who are the new fisters and who are the old pros and even some of the deepest widest people um, I know, and I met a few new ones at Darklands, you know, who are incredibly talented. And they'll be the first people to say like, oh, but this doesn't look, you know, the the, the progress I've made has taken years and years. Or, you know, like, yes, I can do this, but I don't expect that of anyone else. It's, I'm, I'm not interested, you know, you don't have to match my level as well. And it's the people who are very new still, who are like, so... Who can take doubles? Who can do it to the elbow? Yeah. Who can? And I'm just like, oh, I just, yeah. I, so, some, I, yeah. saw, I saw someone on Twitter the other day, like post that, like, who's a complete top. It's like, who can take doubles? And I, and, and I just, I thought, I'm not going to get involved in this, but I so, I so, I so wanted to, to comment. Why? Mm. Why? Yeah. Why, why do you need to know this? Why? Yeah, exactly. I, I fist a lot of new guys because, I, because my hands are so tiny and I'm skilled. There's a, a lot of people. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. And I, I bet you tell them the same thing. I bet you tell them, we'll see, honey. We just see how it goes and yeah. we just, you know, see how far we get and it doesn't yeah. have to happen tonight. And, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. it is beautiful already. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost a 90% certainty it's going to happen with me. Yeah. It might not, but there's often other factors in there as well. Yeah. Like, it's, it, you know, if you're on the cusp of double or the cusp of taking your fist, chances are mm. it will happen with me. It's okay if it doesn't. Yeah. I, I specifically go in with, if, if it's a, a, a newbie, I tell them, I just want to play with you. Let's just do some ass play. Uh, exactly what you said, you know, um, I just want to open you up. 
I just want to have you feel good. I want to make you feel good. And then and whatever happens is great. Let's have yeah. fun. And that kind of, I find that takes the pressure off. Um, there's nowhere to get. It's just have fun. And I, I got to say, like in recent times, I've been feeling anxiety when I play with dildos alone. And this is a point that helps me. Are they all looking at you? They're all staring at me. There are so many of them and they're so big. Um, Stop smoking weed, I've told you. <laughs> I actually have. I have stopped smoking weed. But but this point is is relevant when you're playing alone with dildos as well. It's like, mm. what are you looking for from this dildo session? Fun? Pleasure? Just a little time with you? It doesn't matter if you're if you're putting the biggest dildo in. It doesn't matter if you're having an orgasm or not. Yeah. Just have fun. Play. I really need to master that still because when I play with myself with big dildos, I am still too focused on getting it in. Yeah, I'm 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 the same. It's it's the only time I hurt myself as well. It's it's yeah. you're playing on my own dildos because I push myself too far. I think, well, I I I sat on this last time, so I need to do that again. Whereas mm-hmm. fisting, I don't have, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. like just because you did it this time doesn't mean you're yeah. going to do it another time. Like I have all the right attitude to this for, you know, playing with a partner. When it comes to me and the dildos, yeah. I am the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> I am the worst person ever. I'm glad it's not just me. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, but with a partner also, you get into the energy together. You yeah. are always one and a half times more horny. Yeah. Um, and more relaxed. And so, what what I do when I when I when I realize like I'm pushing myself too hard, I'm pushing my my body too hard. I switch off the porn and mm. I switch on Netflix. Mm. Still sit on my dildo. Oh. But I'm just and I say. Uh, uh, it's not going in until the end of this episode, which is always like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. It's yeah. not going in until the end of the episode. Next episode, it may be co- going in. Mm-hmm. And then I forget about it. And then, I, uh, you know, what happens then, right? Flip goes in. Yeah. <laughs> you got to, yeah, you got to trick your mind into it. Yeah. What kind of people do you enjoy playing with? I enjoy a diversity of people. I do have my preferences. Uh, I like um, more. I well, if I could choose, right? If I could say, like, okay, let's let's put together this perfect fisting bottom. It would be someone who has a huge gape, like open hole, like echo well mm. um, that goes deep and wide. And uh, and I like uh, older, experienced people, and I like it when their body is like really big, like. Uh, tall and muscular or fat <clears throat> like lots of volume to the body um, but the most important thing is how um, the dynamics you have between yourselves and that cancels out every other preference because if I have a good connection with someone I could be like oh yeah let's do oh yes we're going to do this we are going to do this and that is so nice and it could you could have the connection in 1996 and then you know it's 2022 and you're like oh yeah remember that connection let's do it because you know tonight's the night and that is what i really like i have my preferences but you don't see that when you see me fisting really Mm -hmm. i think it's almost like a wish list really but yeah you know i i I have certain you know if if you ask me my ideal body type i like to play with um that doesn't necessarily li- line up to the people that I have played with. And that's more than okay. It's just... <clears throat> Same. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I recognize a lot of that is like conditioning from porn as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and Western society. Really? Um all that and, old and that old bastard Western society. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then furthermore, when I have had sex with my ideal body type and hair type and height and whatever bullshit, uh, often it's been shit. Oh no. Yeah. I've had I've had a lot of bad sex with guys that are that I used to say were traditionally my type. It became irrelevant because I started having really fucking good sex with guys who were not specifically my type. I was like, ah, yeah. ah, <laughs> I cracked the code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. Then I have, <clears throat> I have sex with a guy that is like in no way my type. And then the sex was so good. And then I have a new type because yeah. then all of exactly. a sudden, you know, all of them are nice. You yeah. make your own type, and and your type can be so many things. Yeah. Um. I wanted to wanted to ask you. I don't know exactly how much we covered uh, uh, before at the beginning of the episode anymore. Um. But what's something that you enjoy most about the fetish community? Seeing as you are into multiple fetishes, is there something you can list? What listing my fetishes? No, no, no. Sorry. Um. Something you enjoy. It can be anything, actually. Something you enjoy most about being into fetish or belonging to the fetish community the food um <laughs> the cookies uh, i am i am in uh several different fetish communities and the overall uh the best part for me is the overall feeling of being together with your chosen family and also really valuing that and teaching others to see the value of that. Um, so we all stick together and we help each other out. And, uh, you know, in a sense, we are on underdogs mm. uh, as seen by uh, people who don't have fetishes. But that does give you some power to to seek out and choose whoever you want to be and whoever you want to hang with and whoever you want to protect as well. Mm. Um, and that is what we do as a fetish community. We really take care of each other. Yeah. We're sweet to each other. Uh, of course, there's always some bitching and bitches, always. But in general, you see someone and, you know, like, hey, that's, you know, birds of a feather. We flock together and, you know, together we're stronger. And that really is something that is almost tangible in fetish communities. Mm. I love that. I, I, I had I had a similar thought at Darklands, actually. I, rem- I remember thinking as well, um, especially around all the pups playing, and I, and, and I thought it's, prob- it's probably one of the most um, looked down upon <laughs> kinks I find. Um, a, lot, a, lot, um, a lot of people have a lot to say about pups, but I thought like, they're having the most fun here. Yeah. <laughs> They're so happy and joyful and just rolling around. I was like, whatever you want to say about pups. I'm 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 pro pup myself. Um, I've played a How play- could anybody be anti pup? Oh, there's a few. Yeah. Um, what? I know. In the, yeah. In the ballpark, the ballpen thing, uh, they just. When you get them all together, they're like, they're having. So, they're so joyous. They lie in there hugging each other. Mm. And I'm just like, what more could you want? <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe other than people are into scat, I suppose. You know, they're, pro- they're probably the most ostracized. Part- uh, scat part- and diapers. Yeah, yeah. But they're having such so much fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the diaper yeah. fetish community, that is. That's, yeah. that's true freedom. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll leave it to it someone is. else to make their own podcast for scat and diapers. I have no comment at this point. 
I can do one on diapers. That would be fantastic. <laughs> have you um? Are you in contact with with um? How do I term, how do I phrase this? Um, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior? <laughs> we already covered that one. Have you let him into your heart? ABDL, that's what it call, it's called, right? ABDL? Yes, that's correct. Is there a lot going on there in terms of podcasts and media and all that kind of stuff? Um, more and more, yes. Yes. Have you thought about doing something? Do you, I actually, let me rewind. Do you, do you, have you participated in media in that, in that in, in forum, in that uh, area? A little bit. I do have an insight account that's quite popular. I got... Um, for the diaper fetish only, I got about 27.6 thousand followers. Nice. Um, Respect. But I never done things like uh, 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 podcasts or um, or YouTube because I'm more like into, I'm more doing the uh, community part, like uh, um, get togethers, meetings, mm. parties, mm-hmm. uh, things that you can actually, I've uh, launched a product line of, of diapers to be sold in fetish shops like uh, uh, Mr. B and uh, Underground. Nice. Um, so, you know, to work on visibility and acceptance. Um, and I host a few parties um, for uh, uh, diaper play, age play, and also age play in BDSM, or like a picnic in the, in the park in Amsterdam. Mm. That is more my thing to organize uh, things where people can actually get together. Awesome, amazing, fantastic. Are you planning on going for any more titles, <laughs> any more competitions and pageants? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Diaper 20, 2023. <laughs> that would yeah. be me. Miss yes. Amsterdam Diaper. Yeah, I'd love that, but I don't think the world's ready for that. Miss Fist Queen. Yeah, Miss Fist Queen. Yeah, Ooh. I mean. You don't wait till the world's ready. The world becomes ready when you do it, right? Yeah. True that. Make your own competition. Next Darklands, have, have your own competition. Okay. And we'll compete. We'll support you. I'm totally into that. <laughs> so it would be me versus Jazz as Miss Fist Queen 2023. Oh, yes. Oh, you could be... Oh, you could also be like contestants. And then it will be like a gender-free title, Miss Fist Ms. Queen. Yes. Ms. Yeah. Ms. Fist Queen. Or Mix. Do, do we have a do we have a sing off? Do we have to sing live, or can we can we lip sync oh, no. with a fist up your butt? Yes, oh, that's great. I've never sung with a fist <laughs> up my butt. I've been thinking about it. Did you see that at Darkland? No. Wait. Yes. No, I did. I did. I was in a state of delirium at the time, so I didn't really take it in. But I did see that happening. I was like, yeah. that's that could be done better. <laughs> but it was a thing. Somebody had the, the guts to do it and I did not. I yeah. I feel like fisting on stage as performance art has a long way to go. I'll put it that way. I've seen it done a few times. I would never think, wow, that was amazing or it was beautiful. I'm always like, okay. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Is that a challenge? Yes. Good. All right, next year we should we'll totally perform. do that. <laughs> I, I will sing. All I will right. sing. All right, I'll, I'll fist you. You, you sing. Well, yeah. I, I was thinking of going for the triple while I'm okay, singing. Okay, right. Well, we'll triple you. So you, yeah. the three of us, this yes. whole thing right here. I'll fist you too. Yes. Now, well, you've, got a, you've got a good point because I have seen fisting shows, but they were always a bit like, okay, it went in. End of show. Mm. Like I always feel it's playing for the people who are still like, oh, there's someone getting fisted. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's that. 
I've told this story, haven't I, where I saw Punch 93 get fisted on a stage in London. Yeah. I've told this story, haven't I? You've told it to me. I'm not sure if you've told it on the podcast. Maybe I'll wait till we actually have him on the podcast. But it, but, but that, but that was very much it's the, 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 the whole thing is you're playing, you're playing to the crowd. You've never seen that before, before in the flesh. So as a fist, I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, the, but the audience really is there to be shocked or something. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's not my thing. Cause that's not my thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I do like to be shocked when I'm like, what? Two forearms. Whoa. Exactly. I do, I, yeah. <laughs> Like for a strip show as well. It's just like, okay, they're naked. What else do you got? It's like, yeah. I'm not, nudity isn't shocking for me. Well, it's about the journey. Yeah, exactly. I remember the first time I, when I, I moved to Germany from Australia, um, the, yeah, I went to yeah. Hustler Ball. Yeah, nah, nah. I can't. I went, uh, I went to Hustler Ball. Oh yeah, that happens in Berlin, doesn't it? Yeah, I was so fucking excited. I think they have it in Chicago or in san francisco and they also have it in berlin mm. um and i was so freaking excited i was 23 and i was like holy fuck they're gonna be fucking on stage Aww. and i and i went and i was like fixated i was transfixed by these guys i i i met met is a strong word i saw my favorite porn star ever Amaric Deville, this french guy oh he was at darklands yeah he was i saw him again at darklands this Did year i didn't say hi no 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 <laughs> The first time at Hustleville, I did say hello and on the dance floor and, and I, I fangirled and I regret it to this day. And I was like, <laughs> like, hi, hi, it's you. And he's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, do you want to fist me? And he's like, nope. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked, I walked away with my tail between my legs. I went back to Hustleville a couple of years later and it was the most boring shit. I was like, wow, there are guys fucking on a stage. Oh my god! Yeah, put that mostly hard dick into that <laughs> yeah. kind of lame asshole that's not really in the mood. Great, and all the lights and the camera and all these ogling men. <laughs> I never went back. Yeah, I felt the same working at a sex club. It was just sort of like, oh, they're 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 on the stage. You know, I mean, me me working there. Or my my job was to make sure nobody was secretly recording anything. Oh yeah, you know mm. that was my only thing. So I was like, "This isn't sexy at all." And a lot of the time, it'd be people like I would, you know, be be acquainted with. It's like, oh yeah, it's my friend f- fucking on the stage. Good for you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But you know, I've I've done performances on stage. I've done not sex acts, but like kinky stuff. Uh-huh. But the thing is that you have to make everything bigger. I'm not, uh, I'm not just talking about dildos now, Aww. but you have to, yeah, all your gestures, your, your, your mimics, oh, everything needs to be bigger. Yeah. yeah. But if you do that, that's when you actually like give presents, little presents to the audience. Like I, I do this for you. I see you. This is for you. Mm. Uh, and that makes it nice for the audience because then the audience also feels seen, not just used. And this is what happens a lot with when you see sex acts as a show is is that um, people are like, yeah, okay, so we do this and it's and it's done. And it's it's kind of like the same thing when you're like in a dark room, but then it's the other way around when people make too much of a show of it mm-hmm. and they're, they're lying on their back in the sling and they're not even looking at the person fisting them. They're looking around if someone sees it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that atmosphere doesn't add up. It, it doesn't, 
doesn't match. Doesn't entice me in. No. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, because then the sex, the sex actually becomes the exhibitionism itself. The sex is not penetration or the the intimacy. Let's say between the the participating people. Yeah. Gosh, sex is complicated. Oh, oh God. Oh. 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 <laughs> Karin, do you have any questions for us? It's two young, virile young men. Um. Yeah. Basically. So, when is a triple fisting date going on? Well, like- when are we? When are we meet? I, 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 I need to get my large ass to Berlin at some point. I've got my calendar here. Uh, I'll meet you there. Right. Rule, rule book for the US. <laughs> I'll tell my husband to vacate my apartment for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I need somewhere uh, to stay. I, well, yeah, I think, yeah, no, he'll be away a fair bit over summer. We can organize yeah. it. I'm thinking of coming for my birthday and end of July. Lovely. Yeah. I'll give you a pill. <laughs> Fuck you up nice and good. <laughs> I thought you were giving me something else for my birthday. <laughs> I mean, it was... Knee pads. That was it. <laughs> That's right. I'm giving you knee, knee pads. Knee pads and a pill. That is so Thank caring. you. <laughs> right? Aww. I'm going to be such a slut. <laughs> Um, oh my god, we'll do we'll do my birthday cake at Boiler Sauna. What kind of cake? Ass cheek cake? Um red velvet? Oh, oh an actual cake. Okay. Yeah. Cream pie? Cream pie. Well you can always have my cake. Oh thank you. Um I get an unlimited ass pass, right? Yeah. Did I actually bake for you when you were here? I can't remember. You made ice cream for me. I made you ice cream, yes. I said it was better than sex and I stand by that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so 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 we'll all be playing soon. <laughs> I will prepare the way. <laughs> yes, please. Good. I love that. And what a lovely way to, for us to wrap up part one of series three. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so happy. So we're taking a little break now. Little break for the summer. That's right. Oh. I think we're elbow deep in the in the summer as this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah, we are. You're this right. is recorded months in advance for us. <laughs> But yeah, we were so in the interim. We will be off on our US trip, Jazz. That's right. So we will see you on the road. We should obviously be posting out online our travel plans. So I'm a bit terrified of being in a mass shooting, but you know, that's just in the back of my head. There. That is a that no actually. Um, when I was I went on the UK government website and it was I had to check like the requirements like tra- traveling to the US and they're like. Protests and shootings are common. <laughs> there are like things to be aware of. Like, fuck my life. Um, wow. Yeah. They love you. I think we might get mobbed at the airport in uh, Chicago. But, uh, I fucking hope so. Yeah, you're better turn out. Come see us at the airport. Ugh. Where can people find you online? Um, well, uh, my Insta is uh, karin.amsterdam. And I've also recently, just recently joined Twitter Finally, oh, you have. yeah, I Excellent. have finally. Actually, because of you know listening to you guys, you're like, yeah, Twitter is the way to be. Yeah, yeah. So my account is fanatic underscore one with double F. <laughs> As we wrap it up now, I would I would like to ask you, Karin, if you have a a message of encouragement or um, well, just a message for the listeners, a a, a lasting uh, message, a sign off. What would you like everybody to know? Yeah, I do have a message for for everybody about fisting, and we've we've touched on it before. But you know, you can never say this enough. It really is about the journey. Um, 
take things slow. Every body, I mean, every physical body is different. So it's important to not look at porn actors and think this is what I should be doing. You know, this is how big my rosebud should be or my gape or the fists that go in. It really is about enjoying yourself. And, you know, if you want to be a champion, be a champ, become a champion at enjoying yourself and have a good time, because that's the that's the way to be to be a winner. Not to take the biggest things up your ass, but to enjoy yourself the most. Karin, thank you so much for joining us. It's, it's so nice to hear just a different kind of voice in this community as well. It's so nice to hear different people from different backgrounds. And... Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you wanting to hear that, that different kind of voice. Of course. I, I say it every fucking episode these days, but this is really wholesome. And I feel like it gets more wholesome as we go. It gets deeper, it gets wider, it gets, it's just fucking great. Thank you so much. Thank you. 